Trav, you've always been a young buck. You're younger than me. So, (laughs) oh Um, man, a young buck with less hair. Um, Jay, start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, no-holds-barred look at the realities of location-independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav. I've never played a concert in front of thousands of screaming fans at the Rockefeller. <laughs> I've never played a concert in front of thousands of screaming fans, hundreds of screaming fans, maybe at the Rockefeller, which we did last night in Oslo. Thank you very much. I'm Jason. Welcome to an unusual show today, Trav. Talk about the realities of the location independent lifestyle. Doesn't get more real than this, my man. I almost in the beginning said, Jay, start the timer for the very last time although you never know what's going to happen no. in life and and stuff like that but we wanted to record this podcast because there is some big news uh i would do a drum roll if i had a drum roll thing but i don't maybe chris um, can put one in i don't know or throw, maybe throw it's like it. a sad you know civil war style <laughs> drum roll i don't know <laughs> is that a sad uh, marching off to your to death <laughs> yeah. man this is getting a little morbid already but um, yeah, we wanted to record this episode because Jay, why don't you share with everyone a little bit of the news that you have? Well, this is my last podcast here as one of the co-founders of Location Indie and the community and all because I'm moving on from uh, from the company that Travis and I built together and... That doesn't mean I'm moving on from you, the listener, or the community itself, because I'm not like I'm still going to be in there and everything like that. Uh, for those of you that are members, um, but yes, as far as like Travis and I and the, all the stuff that we've built from Camp Indie, the community, all the coaching stuff we've done over the last whatever eight years, um, we're breaking up. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, there's nothing wrong with Travis and I here in terms of our relationship. So let me just get that clear right away. Um, this was just more of a uh, an intuitive thing where... Uh, intuitive and practical, I'd say. And and I, I think one of the... There's a couple of things I want to highlight here. Uh, one of the main things is if you listen to the podcast or you're around our work or you're kind of familiar with what we do, you know we keep it real. You know we're honest, and we we try to bear all all the realities of it. And um, one of the realities for me is that it was getting very difficult to do all the things that I I needed that I felt that I needed to do as a business partner and as a as a co founder and as a leader in the community to be present at different things with just the logistical challenges of the time zones, having two kids, and things like that, and. What I mean by saying I practice what I preach, or we practice what we preach, is because it was affecting my lifestyle in a in a fairly dramatic way over the last years, and uh, and because of that, I was also impacting Trav's lifestyle a bit because you know they everything had to sort of be scheduled around um, 
my time zones and things like that in terms of meetings with the team and stuff. Um, so, you know, one of the things that we encourage people to do, and we've done this in the past, is to sometimes do do another audit on your own lifestyle, right? And you know, I was thinking a lot about this, and it's so hard because your mind wants to hold on to certain things, right? Like, I mean, it's great vibes in location indie and with the podcast and, and and the community we've built and everything. And and that's hard to sometimes it's harder to kind of move on and, and let go of things than it is to just sort of keep going. Right. So so I just held on, I think. And you know, really my intuition was telling me, hey, it's time to move on. Even though I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> um no clue where like things are going next. Um, no major other sources of revenue outside of you know maybe some podcast sponsorships with zero to travel and things like that. So it's pretty scary, you know. I'm walking towards the cliff, and I have to start building the bridge across it to the next thing, whatever that is. So, uh, but you know one of the lessons I think for anybody listening is it is good to listen to your intuition. And sometimes that that is hard to do when some of the practicalities of life don't line up with maybe what your intuition is, is telling you to do. Um, but you have to trust that, you know, the next thing is, is coming. And that doesn't mean that, you know, woo woo, you know, you can just, think it and it'll come true. I mean, that's intimidating, right? Building something from scratch is going to take work, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I, I have done a fairly good job, I'd say overall, of kind of following my intuition through life and just doing the things that I really wanted to do. And sometimes that does involve not knowing what you're going to do next and then just embracing that. And perhaps, just perhaps, Trav, it's time for a break. You know, I was uh, reading something that our friend Heath, who who runs the RV Entrepreneur, or, or did before they sold it, was saying about, um, you know, like one of the biggest challenges for him right now is just trying to stop himself from starting the next thing. And, and, you know, as an entrepreneur, you kind of just want to jump right into the next thing, and it's like, well, hold on. Um, maybe I shouldn't just jump into the next thing. And that's what I'm struggling with right now. So I'm planning to go back to the States. And really, my intention is to spend quality time, be present with my family, and to maybe just let this stuff percolate in, in my mind, some of the different ideas that I have and the things that I may or may not want to do. And give myself some space to kind of let those settle and see what rises to the surface the most and go from there. Yeah. One of the things that I'm super proud about when it comes to this decision that you made is that it is much easier to just let something ride as everyone listening knows, whatever that is with you in your life, whether it's a relationship you're in, a job you're in, you know, a thousand different things. It's very easy to just keep going down the same path and to let the status quo happen. One, 
because you don't actually have to make a decision that is that is going to affect others, right? Like yeah. positive, negatively, whatever, it's going to affect others. Like you don't, you know, you don't have to ever stand up and say, I'm making this decision, right? Which can be difficult. And two, yeah. you don't have to embrace that fear that comes with then, well, I don't know what's on the other side necessarily. And I'm super proud of you for making the decision because that's what we teach. We say like, you're not, none of us can sit here and tell you your journey towards location independence, towards the triangle of freedom. Like, I don't know what it'll look like. We can give you tools to help you. We can tell you that if you surround yourself with the right people that you will get there, but there is going to be many, many moments of uncertainty, fear, and doubt. We can tell you that a hundred percent and to be able to stand up and say, okay, well, I'm still going to do it, even knowing all that, uh, is truly, as you mentioned, practicing what we preach. Because you have spent years, we've spent years building this, and you could just have kept it going. And and we had this talk a lot. You know, anyone again, uh, one of um someone on our team, I forget who it was, maybe it was Casey, was saying, All right, well, you know, make sure in that podcast episode. That, uh, that you try to squash the rumor mill of the reason that this is happening, right? And we were like laughing, like, oh, yeah, the the, the star or the examiner is going to have it on the front page of like your grocery aisle, right? Yeah. Um, you know, there is no, there is nothing behind the curtain here where, where there's any other reason other than the fact that, as you said, like, you got to a point where you just said, this is impacting my lifestyle. And you know, has been for years. A lot of times we don't take the time to actually step back and do that lifestyle audit that you you mentioned. And we might know it's impacting, but we keep we keep just doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. But you took the time to step back and say, well, I'm this age. I've got two young kids. I live in Oslo. I'm not leaving Oslo. So if all of these things are true, and this is what my life has looked like for a couple of years and it's been hard, then what needs to change or what can, can change? Um, and, and just be able to, to embrace that decision. Um, yeah. Another thing is um, we talked a little bit before the call and we just got back to camp Indy video and how awesome that in-person event was and how great it was to, to hang out with you, Trav, and to just, be with everybody there and everybody that was there knows it was a, such a special magical event. And, you know, if you weren't there, I mean, you've been to hopefully you've been to some of these types of events before where there's just kind of magic in the air and things are really great. A lot of possibility and things like that. And I, I you know, I love in-person stuff. And was one of the reasons like I wanted to move on was to perhaps do some more stuff here locally where I didn't have to battle some of the time zone challenges and I could meet more people locally where I live. And I didn't think that I could serve the community as in a way that I would want to with the in-person events, right? I know that's something that's going to come back, like you're talking about, you know, doing more of the in-person events and things. It's uh, obviously, you know, it's a community. We want people to get, get together. So, you know, if we're doing in-person events, even though I have the freedom to travel and all that, 
it's not necessarily the case with my family right now. You know, I know people travel around and homeschool their kids, and I mean, I've done you know hundreds of podcast interviews, so I know what's possible. I'm not choosing to live that lifestyle right now, where my family is just nomadic and um, we teach our kids along the way and, and all that. I'm just I'm not interested in doing it right now. Maybe I will be in the future. There's definitely some research going on with like a family gap year and uh, some potential international schools and things like that, but. So, you know, thinking about that, it's like, okay, well, if I can have some time to travel, you know, a few times a year with the family without, you know, you got family responsibilities now. So it's not like I can just take off for months at a time, nor do I want to on my own. I have to think about, well, what does that look like too? You know, travel for me is a huge, uh, it's a huge value in my life. So, it's hard to think my only traveling would be work related, you know, even though yep. that quote unquote work would be fun getting together with people. But it's a lot of work to put together an event and bring people together like that. And perhaps, you know, the future trips I have over the next few years, it might be fun just to take a backpacking trip with Trav or uh, to, you know, just like go to the States with my family and just be there and not have all sort of like a thing to do. Um, and a, a, a sort of travel responsibility because I really don't want to spend that much time away from my kids uh, for for work trips. And if I have to add more of those in, that's less trips I can sort of take on my own. So there's like a bit of that element as well, I think. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to mention that as well. Uh, this, is, yeah. this is tough, man. Um, I mean... We talk about seasons of life. I know you talk about it in your podcast. I talk about it on EPOP. We've talked about it here, right? It, it's just no matter what, whether you have kids, don't have kids, married, not married, younger, older, you can look back at your life, no matter where you are right now, and see that there have been different seasons. Sometimes you know you're passing into a different season, right? Or sometimes you make the new season of life happen through a decision of yours. Okay. You quit your job and, and now, you know, there's like a break. This is a new season of life. I'm going to go travel for a year. You're, you're forcing a new season of life to happen. Sometimes it happens and you're aware of it and, and it, it's happening, but maybe you're, you know, you're not, you didn't push it ahead. And then sometimes you only realize it when you look back and say, huh, I didn't realize that I was passing into something new, but, but I am, I did. Or, yeah. and I think what you speak of Jay there, and you know, you and I have talked about this a lot, a lot, the last couple of months as we've gone through this process of what would it look like for Jay to leave? Um, but even way before that, we've talked about it because you've always, you've been like one little mini step ahead of me with the kids because they're just a little older, right? Like your first is older than my first, your second is older than my second. And, yeah. um, I think that realizing that and just saying like, okay, my most important thing right now is, is being with my family when they're this age and what is the best thing for my family? It is for us to stay here where we are and have this more, I don't want to say normal existence. You guys are expats. You're an expat in another country. It's not, you know, it's hardly like the norm. You're not living in, you know, your hometown that you grew up in, but, you know, uh, not an existence that's maybe as crazy as some of the people we've, we've um, interviewed on the podcast. And you know what? I feel the exact same way. I'm here in North Carolina. 
you know, we were going to go traveling for this summer. We were like, oh, we could go to Hawaii, but we could also go down to Bali and Thailand and this and that. And then we just sat back and said, is this actually, again, an audit? I love the word you use, Jay. Is this actually what we want to do with our summer? Yes, it would be cool. Yes, it would be fun. Yeah, I'm sure the experience itself would be great. But do I want to hop on a 15-hour flight with kids who are four and a half and two and a half? Maybe not. And so actually yesterday, this is not no announcement near as big as what you're talking about, obviously. But like we just said, okay, well, what would it be like if we could stay here in North Carolina, even if we rented out our house? And Heather got some client work and she has to redo a house around here. And they were like, well, you can live in this house. Why why you're redoing it? And honestly, as soon as they said that to us and we made that decision to just be in North Carolina for most of the summer, it was like a wave of relief. Yeah. It was like... Oh, and so when you can do anything you want, as you mentioned, you could homeschool your kids. You could travel around the U.S. in an RV. You could travel around Europe by train with your kids. You could do anything you want. It it sometimes becomes very hard. And uh, I think taking a step back and saying what feels like it pulls the weight off me a little bit, the weight of expectations, the weight of responsibilities that that might be on me. Um that usually leads you to the decision that is best for you in that moment. Um, I mean, the hardest part is, of course, yeah, the weight of congratulations on your decision, by the way, to stick around and relax. (laughs) Yes. Relax. Um, Yeah, but there's the financial responsibility, right? And that's the scary part because that is not figured out. So... You know, I don't know. It takes work and there's a huge time investment to get things going again. And if you don't want to work for somebody else, you know, part of it is just the, the, there's a, a weight of responsibility when you have to generate your own income and you can take a break from that, but then you still have to do that again at some point if you want to work for yourself, which I do. So that's a tough part of this, but I think that's really where the courage and why I'm so proud of the decision you made comes from is like, you know, we'll, we'll be as real as to ev- everyone here. Right? And we always are. Jay leaving does not mean that Jay never has to work again. If that was the case and, and, and he could just retire, maybe we'd both retire, right? It's like, we have built a company that that we are proud of that is successful, but the success for us over the last eight years, and we've had this discussion, and Jay, if you don't mind me diving into it just really quickly, we've had this discussion as we've talked about, well, what does it look like to for uh, Jay for you to leave? How how are you going to get financially compensated? Things like that. And so we've had to, we've had to think about things that we've never had to think about before because we were just in it together, right? And it was like, okay. Money comes in, pay the expenses, right? Team, all that. Okay, you have half, I have half. It's always been a 50-50 thing. And so we've never had to think about, well, what is it worth? You know, what is it worth to someone on the open market? What is it worth to to me if you're leaving or vice versa, right? And so, you know, I think that having to to think about that, um, you know, one of the things that that I 
thought about, and, and I said to you, and you said that it was, it was impactful, and I just want to share it here, is that for us, we didn't set out eight years ago to build a company that we could sell for millions of dollars. That was never the goal, right? We didn't set out to build a software company that was easily scalable. You know, there's a lot of businesses you can build that are that are sellable. One of the hardest businesses to sell would be a business that is a community that is based around you or or in our case Jay and I, right? It, it's not you know, it's it's a very difficult thing to sell, it's a very difficult thing to value. And so when we're thinking about this, you know, we've had friends build companies that they've been able to sell. And you know, some of them sold for millions of dollars, some of them sold for hundreds of thousands of dollars, whatever. But you know, our company would not be able to sell for the millions of dollars range. We know that. That's just that's just a fact. And so when we were talking about this, you know, I kind of just said to you, Jay, and you know, when we set out to Chris, build this don't business, you dare buzz us out. Sorry. I'm just saying, Chris, don't you dare buzz yeah. us out. When we set out to build this business, our goal was to build a business that could impact other people, that we could have fun doing, and that would give us financial freedom, meaning it would support our family, right? In a, in a regular, nor, we'll call it normal, right? Middle class way. It would give us a lot of time freedom, and it would give us ultimate location freedom. And we did that. Like we built a business that allowed us to lead the life that we wanted to leave, lead over the last eight years. And be now around that, the people that we wanted to be around, most yeah, importantly. Get to hold events and, and be around people, get to change people's lives, get to make really amazing friends and connections and do things that maybe we never thought we would have done. But we didn't build a business that then, you know, if you were looking to sell it, would be able to be super lucrative. And, you know, I felt a little, I'm going to be honest here. I, when we started talking about this, I felt a little bit like disappointed in myself for not building a business that could allow you this crazy exit strategy of like, well, now I'm done. Now I don't have to work anymore. I was like, why didn't I spend eight years building it? And the answer is like, because that type of business wouldn't have been fun to build, build. And I wouldn't trade the last eight years of what we've been able to have from our lifestyle for a business that would have had me working 50, 60, 70, 80 hours a week building, let's call it a software company um, that I wasn't super passionate about. Now, I'm not saying people who build software companies aren't passionate about, but I know you and I, that's not exactly something that usually we are excited about. So I just wanted to pull yeah. that curtain back a little bit too. Yeah, we, we wanted to have a community. We went to Ocean City, Maryland in the middle of winter for three days because we wanted to start a community and be around you all, all of you like-minded folks out there value the same things we've always we've talked about today and we're always talking about on the podcast. You know, I think the overarching theme of our work collectively and individually is really to help people live their their best life for themselves and realize the vision they have for themselves. And what we have done is just basically said, hey, here's the vision. 
of how we like to live. And for anybody else that's kind of, you know, interested in this way of living, having a lifestyle business and, and having that freedom to, to be location independent, you know, talking about this stuff for a long time, Trav, before, you know, the pandemic and digital nomad was even a, in the lexicon, I suppose, in some ways. And now it's a lot more mainstream, remote works a lot more mainstream, but it wasn't that way when we started and it was hard to find other people doing it and, and living their lives this way and valuing these things in this order rather than kind of working and trying to squeeze in all the travel and the fun things uh, in between. We just wanted to flip the script on that. And we learned from others who inspired us. You know, Most famously, I'd say Tim Ferriss and the 4-Hour Workweek was an inflection point for a lot of people to kind of consider this lifestyle. And, and we didn't want to just consider it. We wanted to live it. And we, we were living it individually. And then we wanted to be around other people that were working towards the same goals because it's powerful, as we all know. So we did that project, the Paradise Pack together. And then we said, we're, we're going to start a community because we can't find these people anywhere. We got we to gotta get them all together and we, we, we want to be around them. And, and that's what we did. And we had a I think about 50 people join when we launched and Trav beat me in ski ball a bunch when we were down in Ocean City, which was super annoying. Um, but it was really cool to start something like that and then see it come to life and then see that there were right away uh, 50 people from what was probably a pretty small email list at that time that wanted to buck up and be a part of something like this and then start hosting in-person events and meeting those people and seeing like, wow, okay. We, you know, when we were creating the website and sort of when you create anything, you have to, you have to, you have to define what the deliverables are. What are people paying for? Right. So we had to sit down and say, well, what is this community? What do people get? Okay. They sign up and they get this, this, and this. Now we have to, to make that happen from a technological perspective. Okay, that's one side of it. And then most importantly, we have to like represent this in a way where we attract the right people. And I remember writing the copy and we were trying to do all this stuff. And we're like, no, we just gotta, we're goofy. We just gotta like make a goofy video and and like, cause this is funny and we gotta write this this way and you know, just be ourselves. And, and, you know, people, some people might come across it and think, oh, these guys are idiots. Like, what this is, what is this? And other people might be like, I don't know what this is, but th- these are like my people. Right. And, and so when we started interacting right away with the first community members, it was, I knew we hit it because they were all awesome, all of them, every single one. And it continued that way. Four years, and it continues that way now. I don't ever meet an LI member and think they're like not a nice person, or that they're they're they're. Um, I don't that know. They're not that, a right. They're, that they're also yeah. that they're not a right fit. Like the one thing I think we've done the best in building this business is attracting the people that we want to attract. I I think we've knocked it out of the park, like you mentioned with that, yeah. and it all started with deciding when we were in Ocean City, New Jersey, when we were making videos that were like, I don't know, we were trying to script it out. Like, oh, what should we say here? And then, you know, I remember at one point you got either behind me or I got behind you and there was just like really 
goofy little like clock thing that went tick tock, tick tock, like back and forth. And like during the video, you're I think you were holding it behind my head. And I'm like, well, and it's like tick tock, <laughs> like this little like chicken was going back and forth. I'm like, what is happening? And then we like, this is this is what we're doing, right? Like this is the goofy part that needs to come out. Because if we're goofy, then the people that we attract will will resonate with that. And we were also goofy because I think we were shooting videos till like two in the morning or something. It was one of those times where we had nothing, you know, nothing to do with this in three days. By high, highly encourage if you want, there is an origin episode on that if you want to hear the whole story. But yeah, and so getting to be around everybody and then getting everybody around each other because one of our biggest passions, I would say, and I can speak for Trav here, is being able to connect people with each other to create a space where people can connect with each other and just sit back and watch that flourish in, in various ways. And we've been able to do that over the years. So uh, I, I could go on and on, but I do want to say thank you to, first of all, to you, Trev, for putting up with me over these many years. It's not like I'm never going to talk to you again, but you know, since this is the last official podcast with me on it, I I should be clear too that the podcast will still be here. I just want well maybe I'll be on you know as a guest. Maybe do a check in sure. in a few months. What's going on, Jay? Nothing. Can you guys take uh, me back? I've got <laughs> no money. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so thanks for you know being being my business partner, but more my friend and my brother over over so many years, and being in the trenches with you has been. Uh, such a gift in so many ways. So definitely feel blessed and uh, just so thankful that we got to meet and actually that you took the time to take my first phone call and made your friends wait on the basketball court while we chatted and started uh, kind of working different projects together and and then turned into all this. So thank you, man. Um, And Everybody listening who's ever listened to a podcast or even spent even 12 seconds on reading anything or listening to anything we've put out. Um, Of course, the people that have supported us by becoming community members, by, you know, doing our coaching program and any, any, anything that you've done to support this and to keep it going, we couldn't have done all the things we've done over the last eight years and bringing people together and all this stuff. If, if we couldn't make a living from it, right. It's, it'd be nice to think, you know, we had trust funds and that we could just do this pro bono, but we can't. And in order to do that, we need, uh, we needed the support and we need customers and, and members and people to come in and actually do these, uh, participate and be a part of this. And it's like a chicken and egg thing when you start, but it, it's, it was great to see people come in and, and, like we said, the exact sort of perfect fit across the board. And uh, we just so appreciate you all um, for for hanging out in our small little wacky corner of the internet for however long you have. And uh, I feel like I'm giving a like an Oscar speech or something. <laughs> hey, I mean, you did. I mean, but what is it? I, what's, I, wait, what's the music one? Grammys? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, you did just play Rockefeller, so I mean, get, get that <laughs> Grammy stop, speech ready, buddy. Stop the Grammy. I better practice my scales. Um, and uh, of course, our team, all of them, uh, all of them that if the past team members, current team members, 
Chris has been editing the podcast forever just because it's the podcast. I should give him a shout out. But, you know, really the behind the scenes peeps like Lily and Casey and Lynn, who's running the community. Um, so many people over the years uh, helping us out in so many different ways. And without everybody's help, we couldn't do any, any of this. I mean, we just, it's just a fact, right? Um, so I know I could be reading off names for probably like 20 minutes. Cause we've had, you know, we've worked with so many people that have helped us out, but, um, you all know who you are. So thank you. And I want to thank God and my parents for birthing. No, I'm kidding. I'm all right. All right. No, but I, I am, I am super grateful, um, in so many different ways. And, you know, I was saying to you and, and like, Lily just a bit earlier and some of like the team members like, Hey, this will be cool. Like we can just be friends and we don't have to talk about business stuff at all. When we chat, that'll be kind of nice. Um, so I'm still around. I'm not going anywhere. If anybody has any questions, uh, or they just want to chat or if, you know, if anybody's looking, looking for help in any way, I don't know. I could probably offer some could mow your lawn or something or, if you live in Oslo, he'll come mow your lawn. <laughs> One of the things, if you guys obviously are here because you love listening to Jay, um, your podcast Zero to Travel is still going to be happening. So yeah, I, I want to logistically make sure you guys all understand that. Um, Jay's yeah, I should leave your- a link too. If people want to keep in touch on the newsletter over there, then they can okay. sign up over there. Yeah. And we'll still be doing location name podcast myself, some of the team members. We're going to kind of, we're going to figure out what we uh, best part or the best way to go forward with that is since most of it has been Jay and I uh, over the years, although that is changing rapidly and we've had done some really cool episodes with the team. So location in podcast will still be happening. Location indie is still happening. Um, Jay's just taking a step back uh, from that. And uh, all our programs are still going to run similar to how they've been running. Um, So if any of you are worried about that, don't be. Um, one of the cool things about this is it gives all of us, Jay, you included, obviously you kind of spurred this on, but it gives all of us a chance to kind of reimagine what, uh, what the, you know, what the best way to run the community is, what the, how we can help people the most, how we can have the most impact. And when I say we, I mean myself and the team and, and obviously, uh, for you guys, the people who are in the community or think about joining the community or who are in our lifestyle launch Academy coaching program, what have you. Um, I did want to kind of end with this. Um, one of the best things, Jay, that, you know, when this all first started, um, I, I guess the best way to tell this is with an anecdote and, uh, and I'll try not to tear up or anything like that. But, you know, I remember I was out here walking on the beach and you were like, Hey, I, you know, you've been trying to like get a hold of me for like two days or like a day and a half. Like, Hey man, just want to talk this and that. And, you know, you and I get to talk fairly regularly. Right. But, you know, there's definitely spurts of three days, four days, five days where we don't talk because whatever we're, you know, it's like you're in Oslo. I'm here in North Carolina. And I was like, well, we don't have a team call. Like nothing is really pressing about the business, this or that. But, you know, I was like, okay, cool. And we got on a call and you were like, Hey man, um, I, I don't know exactly the word you said, but essentially like, Hey, I've got something I want to tell you. I, I don't want you to be upset this or that, uh, it's really hard for me to say, but I, I, I 
I want to leave like location indie. Like I want to leave the company. And immediately when you said that, I had the biggest smile on my face. You're like, finally, I'm rid of this guy. Well, and uh, I had this massive smile on my face. I couldn't help it. I'm still smiling right now because when you started this explaining it to me, you just, I could tell how much clarity you had and how like this was, it was just readily apparent from the moment you said that, that this was the decision that was best for you. Now, was it the best decision for like everything else who knows right like you know it, it it didn't matter to me in that moment what mattered to me was like the way that i hear jay speaking and you know we've known each other and you know we've been best friends for 8 years now right and and done stuff that you know together and talked probably more than i've talked with almost anyone else in my life i just knew in that moment like this is the decision that is best for jason and uh I just couldn't help but just be very excited for you. And um, and I just, you know, if people don't have those type of people in their lives, or if you do, you know, it's just, it was cool for me to feel that way because I didn't feel upset. I didn't feel like, oh, I have to figure out the logistics of this or anything like that. I just felt like this is awesome because I don't know what Jay is going to do. I know he doesn't even know what he's going to do, but what is going to happen is the lifestyle that he's going to have moving forward is going to be better than the one that he has right now because he feels so strongly about this decision. So well, we'll see, (laughs) (laughs) but I just, but yeah, no, listen, man, we, I mean, I, I know I never would have gotten this far with all these things without you. I mean, we, we had, you know, again, practice what we, preach we had you had to have the accountability and sort of the the other person pushing you and over the years it's been you know we kept keep each other going in different ways i think so it's uh it's been such an awesome ride who knows where where the next ride is but i'm sure i'll find another roller coaster as i meander through the amusement park of life after this i uh you know i i couldn't thank you enough i know you just gave your grammy speech i won't give mine um but yes if anyone out there has the rumor mill going um hopefully this podcast has shown you that there is absolutely no ill will in any way um there's nothing behind the curtains that you aren't hearing that you aren't seeing um i'm super proud of you for being able to to have the courage to make a decision to leave something that you've built for eight years. It never could have been built without you. Um, and the things that you brought to the table, it never would have happened if you hadn't called me eight years ago. I was getting ready to play basketball and said, I've got this crazy idea to do a bundle sale with travel products, maybe online business products, which obviously became the Paradise Pack. And then, you know, after the Paradise Pack, when we were like, do we start a community? Do you know how to start a community? No. Do I? No. Well, let's just go to Ocean City, New Jersey, lock ourselves in a room uh, in a condo for three days and figure it out. And so I can't thank you enough for for what your ideas and your friendship and your business partnership has meant for my life, for my family's life. I mean, these past eight years, 
I've got to do things that I, I probably never would have imagined and certainly would not have been able to do had we cut a traditional path, you know, had I stayed a teacher, had you stayed working, you know, um, you know, in business development and stuff like that. Um, so I'm crazy proud of, of what we've built. Um, I couldn't have done it without you. And I just, I, man, I wish you all the best. I know this isn't like, we're never going to talk again, but the podcast listeners might not hear this again, but, um, I know whatever comes up and whatever you do decide that you're going to do is going to be something that's going to be incredible and going to be an incredible experience for you and, uh, and your family. Knock on wood, buddy. Knock on wood. So you say that now, likewise, man, thank you so much for the kind words and, uh, yeah, right back at you or ditto as they said in the word in the movie ghosts, then there's an old reference for you. Just shows my age time to let the young bucks move in, take my place in the digital nomad sphere. Trav, you've always been a young buck. You're younger than me. So, (laughs) Oh Um, man, a young buck with less hair. Um, (laughs) thank you guys. uh, Jay, I'll let you, I'll let you sign it off, man. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And, uh, Kumbaya. I don't know. (laughs) No, I, I just appreciate it all. And yeah, please stay in touch. Thank you guys for listening. Go check out Zero to Travel if you didn't come from there. Uh, you can get more Jay in your life over there at Zero to Travel. And if you are interested in being a part of a community of people who are doing exactly what Jay and I have done over the last eight years, and that is build businesses that allow us to put the lifestyle first, to be able to travel, to have time freedom, location freedom, to be building towards financial freedom. Uh, check that out if you haven't ever done it which would be strange if you're listening to podcasts, you've never done this. But if you haven't been there, locationindie.com, hop on the email newsletter and you'll get all our updates of everything that's happening going forward, including as Jay alluded to, uh, a bunch more of in-person events as we kind of transition into 2022 and 2023. We've got a lot of stuff on the docket that we want to do. So uh, thank you guys for listening. And Jay, thank you for being on the mic and rocking on the mic with me for the last however many years here at the Location A Podcast. Won't be the same without you here. Hey, thanks, man. And uh, let's let's do another pod again soon. You can't get rid of me that easy. <laughs> See you, everyone. Take care.